Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Memory Machine, a podcast part of the Geekiverse Media Network. My name is Nathaniel Lockhart, and that theme song that brought you in, I've never credited him before, but I should start. Um, he is Rocco W. You can find him on Spotify and um, yeah, Twitter, a bunch of other places, but he does good work, good chiptune stuff. Anyway... <clears throat> Like I said, my name is Nate Lockhart, and I have uh, across the room from me, introduce yourself. My name is Andy Parks. I am a friend of Nate's from college and uh, continue to be his friend through the years. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. Uh, what's your face over there? <laughs> I'm Kate Lockhart, wife of Nate Lockhart, also contributor to the Halloweenies episode That's right. of The Memory Machine. That's right. Um, so if you want to be on the show, you've got to be my friend. So, or related, <laughs> or related, <laughs> or married. Um, but anyway, are you implying that your wife is not your friend? <laughs> no, uh, she's, she's fine. She's fine. <laughs> I love her very much. Um, so uh, yeah, that's all of us. Yeah, just the three of us. Today. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> um, so this week in uh, geek history, we won't go too deep into it because we're just going to talk about them later. But it blew my mind to discover this fact that. Uh, this week that we're recording it, recording this, uh, 40 years ago, December 17th, Emma Daughter's Jug Band Christmas came out. Yay! That show's 40 years old. Wow. And then what'd you say about 1987? Uh, December 16th, 1987 was the premiere of Muppet Family Christmas. Oh my gosh. So, uh, and 30 that, years! 30 years ago, right. Wow. It holds up. And nothing happened to the Muppets in 1997. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of a was a lull. Was, in, was it in the Muppets from Space come out in that year? Um, I have to look up what year that was. It's either ninety seven. I, I still assert that Muppets from Space is a good movie. I think so too. I, I didn't think it was that bad when I saw it when we saw it recently. Oh, we did watch it recently. Yeah, we did watch yeah. it recently. I don't remember how we watched it, but we watched it. Um, but yeah, it's not bad. I, I I think it's pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, with that being said, you know, uh, we talked. We said we wouldn't go into it because. Muppet, Muppety Christmas stuff, Muppety Puppety Christmas stuff is what we're talking about today. Um, uh, there's a lot of Muppety Puppety Christmas stuff. There um, is. There is. It goes back quite a ways. But uh, before we start, I just want to see what was your personal relationship with uh, with the Muppets? <laughs> Did you get that joke? <laughs> you didn't find it funny. Andy used Eddie uh Andy has a pastoral background. Yes. I almost made a what's your personal relationship with Jesus, but then I said Muppets. The Muppets, yes. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh. Probably the same amount of time for both, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I mean I grew up with the Muppets. I had an aunt who uh didn't have any kids of her own, so she would always uh she the story she told is she felt strange going to the movies, kids' movies by herself. So she would take uh, me and my siblings with her to go see movies. So I saw um, Muppets from a very early age in, in theaters with my aunt. And I was hooked and I would watch the, you know, Muppet Family Christmas and Muppet Christmas Carol as well as um, the classics, you know, the Muppet movie, Muppets Take Manhattan. Um, and, I, oh, I saw, yeah. and I saw, in my opinion, the worst Muppets movie in theaters, which is Muppet Treasure Island. Oh, you don't like Muppet you Treasure don't Island? don't like Muppet Treasure There's something Island? about that movie that just rubs me the wrong way. And I really? Can't, I can't put my finger on it, but something about it is just... I. Huh. I can't get through it. I actually kind of like Muppet Treasure Island. I was terrified of Billy Bones, or no, Billy no, Bones. no, not Billy Bones, the mu- the puppet oh, yeah. that comes to give him the black spot. Yeah, whatever okay. his He's name is. He's a super yes. creepy puppet. Yeah. Now I, I can't remember what his name is, but yeah, I, I don't remember either. But uh, that's a cool puppet. 
that's a cool scene. It's super like to, creepy. To say that to freak out your sister. Yeah, it yeah. does. It scares the crap out of Molly, yeah. too. Well, what about you, honey? What's, uh, what's So I, I also grew up with the Muppets. Um, mostly Muppets Take Manhattan. Like, that was our go-to yes. movie. For sure. Always watched it. You know, that was me, too. Um, and it quoted all the time, you know, peoples is peoples. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and... At Christmas time, we were always big fans of uh, Emmett Otter and Muppet Family Christmas. Those were the main sw- main ones that we watched. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've always loved the Muppets. I grew up watching the Fraggles when they all came yeah, out on DVD. Yeah. I think I was in high school. When they came out on DVD. Well, I mean, I watched it when I was younger than that. Yeah. I actually remember being a kid. My dad worked the night shifts uh, sometimes because he was a steel mill worker. And I would sit up on the couch and wait for him to come home and watch Fraggle Rock, like, late, late at night. Mm. Um, And I always loved watching that, waiting for him to come home. And I can't remember if it was on TV or on our Betamax player that I would watch that. Um, Well, I I know it debuted on HBO, but I think it showed up later on on, like, TNT or something. Yeah, so that might have been how I watched it. Um, My... kind of experience with the Muppets is I grew up watching Nickelodeon would show the Muppet Babies and the Muppet Show like non-stop oh yeah every day and um <clears throat> if you gotta sneeze it's okay no I burped sorry oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have put that on mic oh. um would have loved that um yes. <laughs> but uh uh, but yeah, it was just on constantly on uh, Nickelodeon that's uh, the Muppet stuff and really the only thing outside of that as far as Muppets is we watched the we watched Muppets Take Manhattan a lot mm-hmm. I remember the songs very well um, I think my mom taped that off of Disney Channel and that's how we watched it because uh, Disney Channel used to just show whatever yeah. back then like in the 90s like that that's where my copy of King Kong vs. Godzilla comes from it was taped off the Disney Channel because they just showed everything right it wasn't uh, this well-oiled corporate machine it is now. No, no, they were they were scrambling for content. So uh, that's so that's what uh, watch that, and then we watched um, we watched a lot of Christmas Eve on Sesame Street. Oh yes, uh, you, ever, you ever seen that one? Yeah, you know what? I actually um, somebody I work with gave me the Christmas Eve on Sesame Street DVD. Nice last year. Nice. Oh, you got kids here? It's a you know fresh copy that they yeah. gave me. It was very very kind. That's awesome. No, I I love Christmas Eve on Sesame Street. Um, we'll, we'll get into it later, but uh, I know Katie has some words to say about it, which are all wrong, and you'll find out why <laughs> later on. Thanks, uh, Thanks but, for that. Uh, but uh, I did forget about uh, Muppet Babies, because yeah. I, growing up, we, I watched things basically because they were recorded off TV. We didn't have cable, mm-hmm. so we just recorded what we wanted to see off TV, and so I would watch... There's these shows that I like, and I'm using air quotes... But I'd only seen two or three episodes of each show because that's all I had taped. So mm. there was—I I remember a specific tape that I had. Uh, it was uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse, um, the Garfield, Garfield uh, and Friends, Garfield and Friends, yeah. um, and it, it was uh, Muppet Babies. Uh-huh. And so there's a uh, so I had seen pro- I've only probably seen three maybe four episodes of Muppet Babies, oh but I've gosh. seen each of those episodes probably forty times. Yeah, just due to the fact that I had them at my disposal yeah. to rewatch them. I really don't honestly remember much except for there was one episode where gonzo got a nintendo but they called it pretendo and yeah. uh of course that's the one you yeah. would remember yeah <laughs> yeah because it just because it also included real footage it could have fitted footage of real video games in it mm-hmm. but it wasn't um so they showed like 
footage of Donkey Kong, but it wasn't any footage of Donkey Kong I had seen before. It was only later on that I learned it was like ColecoVision Donkey Kong. And they showed Fantasy Zone from Master from the Sega Master System. Ooh. And I wouldn't know what that was for another like 10 years, but the the image of it stuck in my head. So when you did see it 10 years later, you probably... You're like, oh, that! Yes, yeah. you have these like, flashbacks. I know what that is. Yeah. Um, and no, Master System has a proud place. Uh, well, it did. Now it's underneath the thing over there. But it's there, and it's, it is it's plugged a, in. You have too it's many not a commentary on it. I do. It's just... <laughs> shut up. Um, I actually watched Muppet Babies a little bit, but yeah. mostly we had um, at least two Muppet Baby stuffed animals when I was a kid. Uh, so we yes. had Miss Piggy as a baby with the little bonnet and everything, yeah. uh, and we had Kermit as a baby, and we also had a regular size Kermit. Yes. Um, okay. That were toys that we played with when I was a kid. This is not so much a memory, but have you guys seen the show on Fox that's on right now, The Orville, Seth MacFarlane's Star Trek-esque sci-fi series? Uh, I know of it. Um, one of the things that he uh, keeps on his desk, and this this show takes place like what was it three hundred and fifty years in the future? Yeah, uh, he has a Kermit the Frog on his desk, and somebody asked him in the, the pilot like why he goes, oh well, because he's the greatest example of leadership that I've ever I've ever witnessed in my <laughs> entire life. Yeah, you know, he he keeps people together, he motivates, he gets the best out of people, and and I just thought yeah. that was that was just very heartwarming. It's like yeah, Kermit is yeah. one of the great leaders of our time. Yeah, yeah that's yes. not untrue. He managed to put a tent on that circus. Right. And that's it, it and it is a circus. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It truly is. <laughs> it's, it's, uh no small feat. Um but uh so, so what are your specific Christmas memories? You, you said you watched a lot on you watched Em and Otter. You talk about Christmas. Yeah, so we actually had a uh we watched it for some reason a lot in my parents' bedroom. Uh, yeah. And this is like late 80s, early 90s. So my parents had a waterbed. Yeah, they didn't just have a waterbed. They had a California king-size waterbed, which is like seven feet by seven feet. Yeah. It's humongous. Yeah. It's oh the biggest gosh. bed you'll ever see. That's incredible. Um, and so we would sit in there, um, in their bedroom on this waterbed, and watch on a tiny, maybe like 15-inch black and white screen. Um, we would watch Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Uh, you know what? The reason why we did was because the Betamax player was in my parents' bedroom and uh, the VCR was in the living room and we only had Emmett Otter on Betamax. Yeah, so you'd you have know. to watch it in, in my parents' bedroom. Yeah. And we would play this game. I don't, I don't know why kids do the dumbest things like trying not to hurt themselves and call it a game. <laughs> we would run around the edge of the waterbed as fast as we could um, and try not to get our legs like sucked down in the side between the bed frame <laughs> yes, and the waterbed yep. mattress. That's <laughs> not a game. That's <laughs> survival. It, yeah. it was a game, but we loved watching Emmett Otter and playing that game for some reason. Although we normally fast-forwarded through the part with um, the River Bottom Nightmare Band. That's like the best part. Well, it really scared Molly when oh. we were kids, like a lot. River Bottom Nightmare Band. Yeah. Yeah. And and we watch you know Muppet Family Christmas every I'm, year, but I had actually yeah. never seen um, a Muppet Christmas Carol until I was an adult, and we went yeah. to go see it at the Dryden Theater in Rochester. Uh, yes, they had a thirty-five yes. millimeter print. Yeah, that yeah. was the first time I had ever seen that one. Yeah, so I actually, aside from Christmas Eve on Sesame Street, I had not seen any Muppet Christmas stuff until college. Really? Yeah, that was that was the extent of it until college. Wow. See, in my family. Uh, my cousins on my dad's side are are diehard Disney people. Yeah, and and they they very much appreciate the Muppets as well. Even yeah. before the Muppets were brought into the Disney fold. Yeah. Um. So 
as soon as it came out on VHS, uh, Christmas Eve at my well, was my grandparents' house. Muppet Family, sorry, um, Muppet Christmas Carol was a non-negotiable. You watched a Muppet yeah. Christmas Carol. It didn't matter if we were if we didn't have time, if we were going to push presents back late, if people were going to get home late. It didn't matter. Muppet Family Christmas happened, or sorry, yeah. Muppet Christmas Carol. Excuse me. So we would watch Muppet Christmas Carol, and it was always the same routine. We'd watch through the movie. We would all enjoy it. We would fast forward through uh, Scrooge's girlfriend's song. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, every it is year dull as dishwater, it, man. It is. Well, I'm sure we'll get to yeah. get to that in detail when we get yeah. to, we talk about yeah. that. But uh, yeah, the big ones. So that for me was was very very much a staple. And Muppet Family Christmas was again recorded off of TV because that was a television special originally. Yeah, right, right, right. So we we recorded that, um, and I w- watched that for a number of years until the the tape kind of I don't know whether my parents got sick of it and threw it away or whether <laughs> or got recorded. I wonder over. if that's what happened to my old tapes of Christmas specials because we I couldn't find them. When I try to go <clears> looking for, because man, those, I, I I think I talked about this in a previous ep, uh, podcast, but uh, I had uh, a Christmas special videotape that just had a bunch of them on it, you mm-hmm. know, Mickey's Christmas Carol, yeah. Frosty, Rudolph, all that stuff, and uh, man, they had the best commercials. Oh my goodness! The very yes. first commercials for Super Nintendo were on there. Mm-hmm. Secret of the Ooze on VHS. Some special that nobody remembers called The Wish That Changed Christmas. <laughs> Um, hosted by Ronald McDonald. It's, oh my gosh! Oh no! It's all it's it's all gone. It's lost of time. Yes. Um, uh, but yeah, just, for yeah. me, it was just those two. It was just yeah. uh, Muppet Family Christmas from the television recording, and then the well-worn VHS copy of Muppet Christmas Carol, and that was pretty much it. I hadn't seen. Yeah. Uh, I mean, today was the first time I'd ever seen a. Uh, Emma and Otter. Otter. And Otter. Yeah. And, and was your life changed? It, it was very good. I watched yeah. it actually in my. I watched it in my car, and then when I got home, I brought it with me, and and my kids were like, "Well, what's that?" And so we watched it a, a second time tonight, yeah. uh, in front of my kids, and they, uh, my two year old didn't care, didn't care, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But but my daughter watched it with me and just really really enjoyed it thoroughly. Good. Yeah. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Um. So we did a little research going into this mm-hmm. before we talk about you know the big ones, right? Which we'd argue, I guess there's three three big ones. But uh, we we did a little digging around. Some of the minor ones, some of the not so good ones. Yes. Um, uh. You know, yes. yeah, uh, varying degrees of quality. There was one that we all saw. There mainly, and I when I saw this listed on, you know, like the Muppets Wikipedia, um, or I'm sorry, the Muppets Wiki, as in like the the Wikia. You know, that's mm-hmm. not, it's like more fan focused anyway. Right. So I went digging in there and I found one called the great Santa Claus switch, which we all saw. We have, mm-hmm. um, it came out in 1970. Mm-hmm. Um, which is evidenced by the fact that they like smoke throughout the whole thing. Oh yeah. The bad guy smokes constantly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's always chomping on a cigar uh-huh. for sure. Um, you could tell it's a little bit less of a budget. There's like four sets in the whole thing. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, but I think and there's still a little Muppety magic in there. There is, yes. You know. It feels more, to me, it bridges sort of towards more Sesame Street. Like some yes. of the characters are that. very, so, especially the elves. For yes. some yes. reason, they're very. They look like they look like Ernie. Yeah, so I mean, like they yeah, do. yeah, they have a lot of the same face structures. Mm-hmm. So for me, I wasn't even thinking unless it was in the bad guy scene where you see Gonzo. I think we point you pointed this out, Nate. Yes, the very first appearance of the of the Muppet Gonzo. So there are. Although he's not called that. No, I don't remember what they call. But him, it but feels it's... more Muppety. There, it feels like trash heap ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> the trash heap. Um, so it felt more Muppety in the bad guy scenes and more Sesame Street. 
to me around Santa's workshop. And there were um, there were some like uh, kind of Muppet joke type moments, like yes. you know when one of the elves is talking about how loyal he is to Santa or whatever, and then while he's you know uh, elocuting about uh, how great he he's is, singing to Santa. a whole song, he's singing a whole song about <laughs> how great he is to Santa, and while that's happening, Santa's getting kidnapped behind him. Yes, you know, which is a, a very Muppet kind of joke to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, there's that. Oh, and uh, Ed Sullivan narrates. Yes. Which is... All those kids look so bored. Oh, I know. Yeah. Sitting on the couch yeah. or whatever. Yeah, there's <laughs> no go. budget. Here's a story about Santa Claus. We're going to have a great show. That's, that's, that's a pretty good Ed Sullivan, <laughs> Nate. <laughs> it's, it's just, he's, how did he ever host a television show? Like, like you look, like, like there are people like that. Like, uh, your dad always watches the match game when we go to his yeah. house. And I look at that guy who hosts, like, the, who hosts the match game, I'm like, man, you would not have this job today. Like, they wouldn't right. give this job to you. No. You're I mean, not... yeah. I, yeah. I, it, standards for men are still very low today compared to what they are for women. Well, it's only got worse. <laughs> yes. For women. But even then, like, I mean, that some of the people that hosted shows in the 70s were ugly for the 70s, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's saying something. Yeah. I forget what that... Gene Rayburn. That's the guy's name who hosted the match game. Uh, look him up. He had a great voice. Uh, a real face for radio. Yes. Um, but anyway, yeah, Ed Sullivan uh, narrates it. Um, and Art Carney is the other... Uh, live action guy, and he is quite the professional as always. Yeah, not the first time he played Santa Claus. Have you ever seen that uh, Twilight Zone episode, Night of the Meek? No, huh? I was absent that day. Katie, we're gonna watch it together. You're gonna love it. It's great. He's uh, been saying this for years. I have been. It's <laughs> and it hasn't yet it's, happened. It's a half an hour. It's <laughs> not that much time out of your day. Um, it's a terrific uh, episode of television. Watch it. Um, watch it with your friends. Yeah. What was that? I have nothing to say. You're, you're going to say something. I was going to say that. You no, know, I I thought that it, it it felt very much like an early prototype for for what was to come. Like yeah, looking yeah. at looking at how uh, the the great Santa Claus, which I believe is that the title. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I it felt very much like that was a first draft and the groundwork laid for yeah. for these richer characters. It's a lot of the same voices that ended up being the iconic characters yeah, that we know yeah, yeah. were were there as you, you we, could pick out Jim Henson's voice in an instant. Oh, for yeah, yeah, without a doubt. So <laughs> it was. It was neat to me as a study of the Muppets of like yes. what they ended up mm-hmm. becoming and yes, but yes. It, I like how you phrase it. In that. terms of like a, a standalone Christmas special, it was fine. It oh. was it was not by any means bad. I enjoyed myself uh, watching it, but um, I'm, I'm grateful that the Muppets continued to evolve when they didn't just plant right. their flag at that moment <clears> and say, yeah. "This is who we are." Have you ever heard of it before? You know, I vaguely I had heard of it vaguely. I think a, I'd a few never years heard ago of it before, but I had. It was just in passing and not enough to catch my interest to actually sit down and watch it until yeah. I was doing the preparation for this podcast. It's on YouTube. It was on YouTube. That's where I watched uh, it. I don't know if it's available any other way. I think that's kind of all you got if you're going to watch it. I'm so. amazed it's on YouTube because, I mean, how would somebody get that footage? There were no VCRs to record it. Well, 1970, yeah. Unless not it was even, re- not even pneumatic. Was unless around. it was re-aired on television since and someone grabbed it. It could be. Someone could just have a 16 millimeter television print that they just scanned in. Who knows? Well, Who knows? Whoever did is doing the Lord's work. That's right. That was, that was dynamite. <laughs> That's right. So we discovered that. We also watched... Uh, I watched... Uh, we've all seen a couple of the later Muppet ones. There's one in 03. It's a very merry 
Muppet Christmas. Yes. Is that the title? Is that the full title? Did I get it right? I think it's a, it's a very Muppet Christmas. It's a very Muppet movie. Christmas. That's the one that Andy likes. It's a very Merry Muppet watch. Christmas movie. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It is um, not up to the quality standards that I typically associate with the Muppets. Yeah. Um, I watched it because in high school and college I was a big uh, diehard fan of Scrubs, the the, the uh-huh. sitcom. Yes. And there is a Scrubs, a very intentional Scrubs cameo. And I think it was because Scrubs was flirting with uh, cancellation, and they were looking for whatever they could do to boost their their stock their presence, on, yeah. on NBC, which is where the special aired. Um, but it's yeah, the the jokes aren't very clever. They're not very sharp. They're just yeah. they're, they're, the, the jokes feel lazy. It feels like someone looked at the calendar and said, "We haven't done a Muppet Christmas thing in a few years. Let's throw something together." Yeah, um, and it was fine. You know what? I'll take subpar or mediocre Muppets over just about anything else. Yeah. So yeah. like, yeah, it's it, it's better than you know the the I, Gwen Stefani Christmas special there last night. But what? I don't even know what. That yeah, is. there was something I didn't watch it, but I was on Twitter last night, and Twitter exploded with uh, so many questions about why this exists. But there was a Gwen Stefani Christmas special, so I'll oh, watch okay. I'll watch mediocre Muppets over that nonsense any day yeah yeah i mean I, I feel like the last what is it, the last half an hour when it really leans into the it's a wonderful life right uh, moments I, I feel like they were starting to get on to something at that point it was in better. the special. it was better yeah um but there's a lot of jokes like they do a bit on moulin rouge Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like if you know if that gives it puts a time stamp on it sure um but like like one of the jokes in there is that instead of sateen, Miss Piggy is referred to as saltine, which yeah. is a really bad joke. Muppets tell a lot of bad jokes, but they usually tell them better than that. Yes. Um, and so, like in a, I feel like in a better Muppet production, they would have really leaned into that harder and made it more apparent of this is a really dumb joke. Uh, you know, and, also, and nailed it home and saw someone like going like, ugh, like groaning. That would have made you laugh at it more. Um, I think the but, the strength of the the Christmas specials that we are going to talk about are the strong, you know, the the better ones are they're not dated by like pop culture references that uh, are really not. that are current with the time that they're made. So like yeah. the Moulin Rouge stuff, I get because I was in high school when Moulin Rouge came out, or middle school, sure. or whatever, and so I know yeah. that. You know, oh, saltine is actually sateen yeah. and all these and, other and, things. And there's a very, like, and there's a Grinch joke, but it's very specific to the Jim Carrey Grinch movie. Right. You know, right. like. Which, again, is, <clears throat> you know, is yeah. at the time of this special. So it, all of it felt very dated watching it. Yeah. yeah. And not, I don't know, because the Muppet, you know, oh, there's a lot of pop culture references to Muppet stuff, but they usually do it in such a fun and goofy way that. Uh, it's funny anyways, you know? Yeah, usually I like to date when a Muppet movie came out or when um, Muppet specials happened by which guest stars they pick. So, like, on, when, mm. on The Muppet Show, like, you could drop me into The Muppet Show with no knowledge and, and when their guests are Steve Martin and when their guests are yeah. Chevy Chase, I, I get an understanding of what period I'm in based on the right. guests, and, yeah. but I don't want to know based on cultural references. Right. So I yeah. I would much rather that be the timestamp than, than you write, like, the... The Jim Carrey Grinch yeah, right. reference that mm-hmm. didn't seem to matter. I, yeah. w- when I went back and rewatched this, I just kept thinking as I'm watching it, 
this was a great first draft of a Muppet Christmas special. It needed yes. right. it needed an editor. Yes. It needed someone to say, "Here are the strengths. Let's build on those. Here are the yeah. things that are just let's punch up this joke. This is let's, gimmicky yeah. and, and dumb. Let's let's cut that and yeah. or or lean into the the badness of the jokes. Just yeah. sure. own it. So, yeah, right. Um, yeah. So yeah, it felt well, like the a Muppets re- do that better than anybody it, they else. They do. Nobody tells a bad joke like the Muppets do. Yes, one hundred percent. I uh, there's nothing like a bad Fozzie joke. They're they're all wonderful to me. They're, yeah. they're precious. <laughs> the other thing I didn't love about that special was the use of Pepe, the the little, King Prawn. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that puppet. Yeah. Uh, he made a lot of like. I don't want to call them sexist jokes, but like a lot, a lot of, of innuendo. Innuendo. Yeah. And it felt, in my opinion, it felt a little racist. Like he was a caricature because he had this accent and yeah, all he was doing was pursuing Pepe, women. Yeah. Yeah. But but in like Pepe in Muppets from Space. Mm-hmm. Or Letters to Santa later on. Yeah. You, yeah. He's not that way. Like he, yeah. he has a, you know maybe one liner here or there, but right, it felt yeah. like the only lines they gave him in this special were like innuendos and Yeah, it seemed it didn't know if it wanted to be a kids movie or an, or something for adults. Right. And it it didn't straddle the line very rather, well. Rather than have a couple of like just over the kids' heads yeah. to make the parents laugh. It was too yeah. it was it was it felt like they were trying too hard. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Did you guys see a Letter to Santa? Letters I, to Santa? I did. Did you see that? What'd you think of it? You know, I thought it was pretty good. I that, that was my consensus. Yeah, yeah. I it, it wasn't. It didn't. It didn't un or didn't dethrone um, Muppet Family Christmas or or Muppet no. Christmas Carol in terms of the great Muppet Christmas yeah. entries. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I thought it was a solid effort. I oh. I think that they did a good job. The, the music is is good. It's not. It's fine. It's not crazy memorable. I can't think of a single. It is song by Paul up. Williams, though. Is it? Yep. Same guy who did the music for Muppet Movie and Muppet. Uh, Emmett Otter's, uh, Otter's, Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Jug Band Christmas. And Christmas whose picture Carol. is right on the wall there. That's right. Oh, wow. He autographed it there to me. That's what I got for wow. Nate's 30th I love 30th Paul birthday. Williams. Um, <laughs> no, it, it felt like a really solid effort, and I, uh, yeah. I I enjoyed it. I very much had a good time watching it. Yeah, it even has some of the you know great Muppet jokes. Like one, uh, one, There's a joke early on that made me realize, like, okay, this is going to be fine. We're mm-hmm. going to be, we're okay here in this one, uh, is when Miss Piggy is waiting in line at the post office. And she complains. It's like I gotta talk to the mayor about this. And then at the time, Mayor Bloomberg of yeah. New York turns around and says, "Like now, Picky, that wouldn't be very polite. And if it's one thing that New Yorkers are known for, is politeness." And he turns back around. <laughs> Miss Piggy just like, "What has he done to this city?" <laughs> Which is just a great line. To it's like, ah, oh, that's a good joke. Yes, we're in for a good time. Um, <clears throat> it has a little heart to it, you know. It does. Um, you know, with Gonzo wanting to get those letters the, from that girl to uh, Santa, I thought, thought it was good. And I think the one of, the, and I hope I'm not talking too much here, but I feel like one of the no, thesis, thesis statements of the Muppet is community. It's mm-hmm. it's the it's togetherness that yes. that the Muppets as individuals are fine, but they are the Muppets. They are better when they are a community of mm-hmm. of performers and a community of friends. Um, and the the special is about the fact that everybody was going. To spend Christmas on their own, Gonzo was going skiing, and and Kermit and Piggy were going to the Caribbean, and they were all kind of going their own separate ways. And uh, the movie kind of leans into the best of the Muppets, which is the idea that they are better together. Yeah. Uh, and so I really appreciated that uh, that theme because that is I feel like is so central to the core of what the, who the Muppets are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Um, did you guys dig into any others? Do we see what else did we see? 
I saw, we kind of watched a bit of the Christmas toy just a little bit ago. Boring. You didn't like it? Yeah, it was just really slow moving. I like the music. Um, the song at the end they use yeah, at the end. Friends, yeah. They use at the end of a Muppet Family Christmas. That's a yeah, great song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it just felt slow and also like creepy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's like a couple of scenes where uh, the tiger toy is like sneaking in the hallway and it feels like a like a murder <laughs> sub scene or something and i don't appreciate it uh, that's funny uh, i've only seen a couple uh clips of it also but if you don't know sorry go ahead. sorry i was just gonna say the part of the premise is you know it's toy story it's toy story so the toy yeah. but it's toy story scary so if the toys are seen by someone yeah. outside of their room then they never get to be alive again, and they're just like they're dead. Yeah, the, yeah, the kids could still play with their corpses. Yeah, but they yeah. never get to be alive again. And they do a couple of shots after one of them, after that happens to one of them, where two like living talking toys are standing there, and in in the front view of the camera is a small pile of these toys that have died and will yeah. never come back. And it's just like the weirdest. Yeah camera angle Toy to story have with stakes uh-huh. <laughs> yeah no, the, the plot really is toy story there's right. a new space toy doesn't realize it's a space toy um and uh, nobody can see them move except yeah like you said if someone sees you move in this universe it's you're dead um and the but, idea uh, of jealousy between toys that yes, you know that yeah. they have to learn to accept new toys and that they're not always going to be the favorite yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to sit and watch that one. <laughs> yeah, you would probably like it. I, I probably would. I, I like it when they add a bit of a darker element to yeah. uh, those sorts of things. I probably would like that more. Um, comfortable there, buddy? I'm very. <laughs> and, and Andy looks like he's given a good stretch there at the yeah. edge of the chair. I'm good. Are you sure? I'm, I'm, I feel good. I want to make sure you're comfortable. I'm just happy to be here. Okay, good. <laughs> um, let's see. What else, what else do we see? Do we see... We saw Letters of Santa. We didn't see that Lady Gaga one. No, we didn't. No. But you, we could talk about your favorite that we're not going to talk about too much, which is which one? Christmas Eve on Sesame Street. Oh, I love Christmas Eve on Sesame Street. I do. It's so low rent. I love it. <laughs> um, you know, like there's a like the very beginning is is the worst part of it. No, it's great. <laughs> they all jump over barrels and they're all ice skating in like their Sesame Street on ice get-ups. and it's. Uh, I love it's it. A couple it's, Sesame it's, Street characters like skating with these children around. Yeah, an ice well, rink. they do Feliz Navidad, and yeah, that's the first time we ever heard that song was through Christmas Eve on Sesame Street, <laughs> and and uh, I just have such nostalgic, warm, warm fuzzies watching that. I don't even remember what the rest of the special is about. Other oh, than... uh, Big Bird wants to go see Santa. He wants to prove that to Oscar that Santa exists. Okay, and Oscar says there ain't no such thing as Santa. Why don't you go up on the roof and try to prove it to me? And so then Big Bird goes up on top of the roof, and uh, and then everyone doesn't know where Big Bird is. They're trying to look for they're trying to look for him all over, and they can't find him. And so they sing sad songs about how they wish Big Bird was there. And then they find Oscar, and then Oscar gets into big trouble because he 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 put uh, Big Bird in an unsafe situation. Um, but it's just uh, there's lots of little songs in there that's just. That uh, make me feel like I'm five years old again. It's, that keep Christmas yeah. with you song. Keep Christmas with you all through the year. It's wonderful. Yeah, but then um, when I try <laughs> to watch Christmas stuff too soon, you don't keep Christmas with you, and you yell at me for watching Christmas. No, I keep too the soon. spirit of Christmas with me. <laughs> I keep the Christmas 
specials special. If you watch them all, if you watch them too soon, take that away from it. You don't want to do that. I don't think that's possible. I, that's I can that watch the possible. same thing over and over Andy, again. What, listen Andy, to the same thing over and over again. when do you start watching Christmas specials? Uh, for me, it's December 1st. Nothing December happened 1st. before December 1st. I see. Because someone said something to me once that made a lot of sense. It's if you start, I've had people say that, oh, you know, no, I start November 1st. If you start really? November 1st with that stuff and you go all the way through the year. That's a sixth of the year watching well, that, Christmas that's specials. Like six, that's like 60 days or so of Christmas special. That means that there's more days of the year that are eligible for Christmas specials than there are Tuesdays. Yeah, right. And, yeah. and that just seems like a disproportionate amount <laughs> yes. to give yes. to any one holiday. Yeah. I, my, my thought is always after Thanksgiving. <clears throat> I, I try really hard to hold out until, like, the week before Thanksgiving. Because yeah. Thanksgiving feels holiday to me. So I feel yes. like it's time to watch holiday things. Yeah. Uh, but what I do prior to that is I listen to, like, Steve Tyrell and... Uh, Billy Holiday and people with real, like, smooth... Sounding voices. Their Christmas albums. No. Oh. They're regular albums that oh. just for some reason have there's there's something about their music that feels like fall holidayish to me mm. without being Christmas music. So it's sort of my way of prepping for yes. Christmas yeah. music to come. Yes. Like Frank Sinatra, um, Dean Martin. Their voices sound okay. like Christmas to me, but I'm not listening to their Christmas albums. Except tell them how soon you watched mickey's once upon a christmas this year well that's because teddy asked <laughs> does, it, does it mean you just give him whatever he wants what do we teach him only you kate to lockett keep christmas pre- with him yeah. all through oh the goodness. year oh my goodness <laughs> only kate lockett would pregame for christmas specials I <laughs> and, I, and i admire it i admire it immensely <laughs> oh my gosh it's and necessary there's also um to get back into the muppets there's also the gym um John Denver and the Muppets. I was just going to bring that up. Did you watch that? I did not watch that. I mean, is it even available anywhere? It. I think it is available somewhere because I did see it in some of my research that I could could have like bought a copy of it if I really wanted. Really, to. Okay. but I do remember listening to John Denver and the Muppets the the cassette the album yeah. the yeah. album yeah. when yeah. I was a kid. That, that's um, very <laughs> that's very available. Yes, right. yes the, that, the that is not hard to get. Yeah, um, and I haven't listened to it since I was a child. And sitting here, I'm thinking to myself, I should have been listening to that this week to prep for this but uh, <laughs> but yes John Denver and the Muppets that is that is some classic stuff one of the songs he does on there is from Emmett Otter's <coughs> Jug Band Christmas oh yeah which one he does the the that when the mountain touches the valley oh. one yeah yeah that's a good song it is um do you have any other uh ones to dig into I think I think that's I think that's kind of it for the deeper cuts w- wouldn't you say so I think so no that's well, all that's uh, on your list. But, uh, well. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, all right. Well, with that having been said, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, you know, get up, stretch our limbs, get a little drink. All right. Break. Merry Christmas! Celebrate with one snow pig, two Santas, more than three reindeer, and lots of Muppets. It's a Muppet Family Christmas, Sunday night on Nickelodeon. What's up, Geekiverse? Just want to remind you of all the social media that we have that you can use to interact with us. We've got Facebook. We've got Twitter. We've got Instagram. We've got Snapchat. Just search for the Geekiverse, the underscore Geekiverse. It's one of those two. It's pretty easy to find. And like us, subscribe to us, follow us, whatever you have to do to make sure you're getting constant updates from us. Be sure to share it with your friends, and we would greatly appreciate it because, you know, we're all about a family here. 
but let's get to the show. Hi all, this is Kermit the Frog, and I'm here to tell you the story about Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Monday at 8, 7 Central, a special holiday treat for the whole family, when Jim Henson's marvelous Muppets bring Christmas to Frogtown Hollow in Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Good night. Get ready. Why, yeah! Get set. God save my little broken body. For the funniest family movie of the year. I don't want to! Walt Disney Pictures presents from Jim Henson Productions, The Muppet Christmas Carol. It's a dickens of an adventure, as only the Muppets can tell it. I am here to tell the story. And I am here for the food. Only in theaters, The Muppet Christmas Carol. You know that food is wax? Rated G. <laughs> Starts Friday, December 11th at a theater near you. Hey guys, it's Bruno 1.0. If you'd like to listen to someone who's actually talented at what they do, subscribe to the Geekiverse podcast and listen to Geeks Talk Wrestling. We cover Raw, we cover SmackDown, and we cover every pay-per-view. We keep it short, we keep it simple, and it's just for you, the geeks who know who the true money is. Singing of a street corner choir It's going home and getting warm by the fire It's true wherever you find love It feels like Christmas I'm talking about this on the air Okay, right, well, okay, fine, we're back Yeah, I won't curse you though <laughs> <laughs> Once we get back Alright, so They uh, don't, so we're back, and uh, which I just said And um, nobody else seems to like the order I wanted to talk about these big three ones in so, because you're wrong. So you're dead, dead wrong. Why did you start it? Well, this is Nate's initial idea was to discuss them in oh. the order of which he thought they... I was I was thinking in terms of stakes, like lowest stakes to highest stakes. What does that even mean, lowest stakes to highest stakes? Uh, Muppet Family Christmas has very low stakes. Oh, oh thanks for that. Stakes. That clarifies <laughs> things. Well, lowest stakes, like... like it's really snowy. Nobody's That's about to be murdered. No, um, I disagree. Someone is about to be murdered if you watch. That's that. true. The snow. Yes. No, oh, the turkey. Big, the turkey. And Big Bird. No, Big Bird. Yeah, Big there, Bird. Is a, there is a plot to assassinate and eat Big Bird. Yeah, actually, <laughs> there are multiple opportunities. There are multiple opportunities for death in a Muppet Family Christmas. So regardless, you're wrong, Nate. But your Fine, initial what are you idea. Start it with. You, you're started, you're, you said your best to worst is your what you said, and you were going to try to put. Muppet Family Christmas at the no, bottom. No, no, wait, you were, yeah. You were going to do... Look, I... Least important to most important and talk about Muppet Family Christmas first, and that's entirely wrong. Fine. The least right. important of the three... Just start talking about one. All right, the three best are Muppet Family Christmas, um, Muppet Christmas Carol, and Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Yes. Right? We all agreed on yes. that. That That is the consensus of us three here. If, yes. If, if, we, if your opinion differs... You're I don't wrong. Want to hear about it. Right. <laughs> You're wrong. Don't. I'm not going to go that far, but I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> don't at me. When or I'm about this. I do want to hear about it, and you can send it to my or one of our other Twitters, but we'll tell you about that later. At the end of the show. Yeah. So uh, I think Andy and I agree on which one should go first if we're discussing least favorite to most favorite, uh, keeping in mind that we all of these are beloved these. films. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be good to make this list in the exactly. first place. Exactly, yeah. and I would say I would call it ascending um, quality. Sure. So I would. Got I it. Mean, so I think we're in agreement that it should be Muppet Christmas Carol is the one that we start talking. I about I think first. so. Fine. <laughs> it's a fine film, but I just don't think it compares to the other two. 
quality wise um and also part of it could just be while it's a you know well-known story it's a well-known story and the other two sort of it lacks the originality because it gonzo spends a large chunk of that movie reciting oh that's text from the novel yeah right gonzo is not himself in that movie no no. Well, I mean, there's a couple scenes where he is, like where... Well, brief flashes, but it hardly counts for anything in a 90-minute movie. That's true. You like, know. I love the joke where um, Rizzo falls down the chimney, mm-hmm. and he says he fell down, and he landed on a hot turkey yeah. or something, and Gonzo says, you get to have all the fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's like one of the brief flashes. Of yeah. That. So, so we are talking about Muppet Christmas, Muppet Christmas, Christmas Carol. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's get into it then. Excuse me. Let's. Um, sorry. Uh, I did you all a favor and burped away from the mic. Um, <clears throat> so let's, uh, yeah, let's... Well, now all of a sudden you guys don't have anything to say about Muppet Christmas Carol? I'll, I'll, <laughs> I guess I'll start. Yeah. Like I said, it was a family uh, a family tradition to watch this film Christmas Eve yeah. every year. And every year of my childhood. I mean, this came out in, like, what, 1993? Four? Uh, I want to say 91. 91, okay. I'm going to look it up. Okay. You keep talking, I'll look it up. So, I mean, obviously, it's it's not that long running of a tradition if it didn't come out on VHS until, you know, the early 90s. But with, like, anything Muppet-related, it's very difficult to separate the nostalgia from an objective critique of the movie. Sure. Yeah. Because it... <clears throat> well, for you, probably. I mean, for Katie and I, we didn't see it until we were adults. Exactly. So, you, I mean, you both have very different perspectives. But, um, no, it... I, 1992, by the way. 1992. Wonderful. Yeah. I think that uh, Michael Caine does a great job. Yes. As Scrooge. I think yes. that... W- could there have been better Scrooges? Maybe, but I think that he does a fine job with the role. Yeah, Considering sure. it's a Muppet movie, like, could he have been meaner and he could he have been more more of a surly, salty Scrooge? I, Absolutely, but that wouldn't yeah. have made a good Muppet Scrooge. Right. Yeah. Um, I think that the music is... I think the music is very good. I like... Especially the one song that stands out to me is um, the song that the... The Ghost of Christmas Present sings um, "Feels Like Christmas." Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they use that song as I think that's like the intro song of the movie, and then that is the song mm-hmm. that is used. I mean that is that song is kind of like the musical backbone of the yeah. of the yes. film, and I think I think it's a great song. It's, it's used sort of as a motif throughout the rest of the music in in the uh, in the movie. And right. I don't know if you noticed when you came up our stairs, but the sign at the top of the stairs is a line from that movie, and it said, <clears throat> "It is the summer of the soul in December." Okay. Which is a line from it that song. It is a line song. from that movie, yep. yes. <laughs> Out of context, it took me a minute, but yes, it certainly is. Yeah, yeah. it is. Because I love that line. It's a great line. It is. So I made a little sign for the top of our stairs that said that. I didn't realize that. Yep. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> movie's not perfect. It drags in some moments. Um, no, it does. Ghost of Christmas Past stuff drags a little bit. Um, she's I, creepy, first of oh, all. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't think she's the best yeah. Ghost of Christmas Past. No. Uh, if you look, you know, think about all the different best versions. Best Ghost of Christmas Past? Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket, of absolutely. Course. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Sorry. And, uh, anyway. Yeah, the, uh, the, the... And she's not even like a Muppet. That's not like a Muppet character. It's just this random character. But I do well, love... Well, isn't Ghost of Christmas Present a random Muppet character? Is that a... Yeah, but it's a Muppet. But it's a Muppet. Cl- clearly she, more of a Muppet. Yeah. yeah. She seemed like a plastic doll. She's just doll. like CGI yeah. looking like, oh, look what we can do with this new technology. Yeah, Less right. of... Huh. Yeah, it, for that moment, I invoked the Jurassic Park rule. Just because... We can. We never. Oh, just, just, just because we, we just we can. We never stop to ask if we should. Yes, and they, that's exactly goes to the test. Never stop to ask if we should. Yes, I'm trying to do my best, Jeff Goldblum. A little Goldblum action there. Yeah, but no, my, my one of my favorite. Not as that good movie, as your Ed Sullivan. Whatever. Yes, it's true. <laughs> I like in the Ghost of Christmas Past uh, sequence where they have uh, Sam the Eagle. 
and it talks yes. about business. It's the American it. way. Whisper, whisper, whisper. It is the British way. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, that, Sam the Eagle you know. is probably one of my favorite Muppet characters oh, yeah. of all time. He's not there often, but when he is, his lines pack a punch. I mean, yes. yeah. so good. Yeah. So especially I, good. I think the thing that, that that keeps Muppet Christmas Carol from being one of my favorite adaptations is that it misses a lot of my uh, favorite little bits of A Christmas Carol. A lot, like, a lot of them are, like, for instance... The children, ignorance and want, who live in uh, the Ghost of Christmas Presents robe, you know that. Uh, right. Children of ignorance and want, uh, or um, when uh, the ghost of Jacob Marley shows up, he points outside to Scrooge, and he shows all the souls who did nothing in life to help their fellow man, and now are trying desperately in vain to to change them. Uh, the fortunes of the material world but can no longer and so they don't have that in there and you don't get to see Scrooge's sister fan which I think is a big it it lends emotional um, sympathy to Scrooge and when Mm. you exclude her from the narrative I I think you lose that Um, but there's still a lot of fun stuff Uh, Kermit is terrific as Cratchit yes um uh, Michael Caine's fine as Scrooge. Um, I do like the Fred. Yeah, in that. the Fred is really good. I do like the Fred in that, and and his wife. That's uh, those those scenes are fun. And uh, yeah, the music's great. The music is really music's good. Music's great. And I think Paul that, Williams, baby. To me, yeah, to me that that's what makes <clears throat> most Muppet films for me is is the music. Sure. And which is why you know when we get there. I place Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas above Muppet Family Christmas, and it, it's just based on the music because mm-hmm. I love it when the Muppets do their own music and yeah. when Paul Williams is involved. Yeah, in particular. Um, yeah, he just for some reason it just meshes well. Right. Um, it sort of has that. Um, it sort of get, it sort of meshes well with the sort of hippie-ish spirit that the Muppets kind of embody mm-hmm. without going too far in that direction. You know? Yeah. I think his music sort of blends well with, it's with that all, spirit of the Muppets. It's all very... It has an air of like... There, There's a religious air about it with absolutely no religion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Spiritual. You yeah, it's, it's yeah. spiritual. It's... Um, it's about uh, morally better versions yes, of yeah. ourselves. Um, A more sincere version of ourselves. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and I think, you know, and even though it's not my one of my favorite adaptations of Christmas Carol, it, it works pretty well. And uh, it's a very enjoyable watch. Absolutely. I, I, I do enjoy it. Even even if even if uh, uh, six times out of or two two out of three times this week I've been coming home and it's been on when I've come home from work. Teddy but, likes it. I know he does. So are we going to talk about the the song that was cut that was from cut. the movie and then put back That's in and then cut again? Boring AF. Yeah. Yes, the the song that Scrooge's uh, girlfriend sings. And I'm sure yeah. that character has a name. I'm sure it's great, but I don't know what it is. Uh, Bell. Bell. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yes, she sings this song, uh, The Love Is Gone. Yeah. Um, it's what d- plays during the credits at the end. Yeah, well, because they do a, a reprise of it, the, uh, the Love We Found. 
yeah. at the end of the movie. But I was right. talking to Nate about it this week. I don't yes, feel like the movie suffer if you take that that original song out that she sings. The reprise of the end doesn't feel weird, not a place. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. this is fine. Yeah. It, it, it that song is largely unnecessary, and it, in like a pacing perspective, it really slows the whole film down. Yeah, well, they cut it out of the theatrical version because it slowed it down too much. Yeah, they cut it out of theatrical. They put it back in the VHS release, and then when they released it on DVD, they cut it again and yep. added it as a deleted scene. Yep, right. Which is where it should be. Where it should be. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah that that scene is very dull. The the scenery is dull. It's what them in a wheat field or something. Like I don't even remember like the scenery. It's just them in like a sunset or something. They're, they're on like know. a. They're on like a bridge. Yeah. Uh, Talking to like, Mike. Uh, Andy. Sorry, <laughs> they're, they're on like a snow-covered bridge, I believe. Yeah. And then he's like, "Oh, we can't get married." The finances, and then walks away, and then yeah. she she sings this song. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just it's it's very nothing. It's not it's yeah. not awful. Like I don't hear it, and I'm not repulsed by it. Yeah. It's just it's just nothing. I know? do think that the parts right before that are the most emotional parts for me for. Uh, Michael, why is my brain not working? Michael Caine. Michael, Michael Caine. Caine. I want. I keep wanting to say Keaton. Michael, Michael Caine. Michael. Yes. <laughs> that would be a very Michael different Keaton Scrooge. Um, no, like his, you know, sort of pleading in his voice when he's asking not to see that scene again. Yeah. yeah. And the Ghost of Christmas Past says, you know, it's basically it's not my fault that these are what they are. Sure. Mm. So you have to see it anyway. But just his. You know, oh please don't show me that. Right, uh, is yeah. to me it's more emotional than even him actually crying uh, later when he finds out that uh, all those Muppets are talking about his death yeah. in such a callous way. Yeah, I might go if lunch was provided. <laughs> um. I do like, even though it's creepy looking, I do like that ghost of Christmas Future. Oh, they the do best. a great job on yeah. that. Very yeah, gloomy. Yep. That whole uh, but, scene but, but is set really well. Too hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. if he, he feels very muppety to me, yes. you know, yeah, because yeah. you w- have to walk that taking, line right? without taking you out of it either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to walk that line. You, it, it's always and continually a Muppet movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you're trying to play with some higher stakes, so yeah. to speak, mm-hmm. um, of what Dickens is talking about. And mm-hmm. they even use a little bit of like computer technology there because they do that like swirl that they walk into Mm -hmm. and it doesn't feel like super dated right whereas when i see the ghost of future christmas Christmas past past, i almost said future past Um, future past is something that you do in french thank you (laughs) the ghost of christmas past feels a little dated to me and again like Mm -hmm. uh we're doing this because we can yeah but i love the ghost of christmas present yep they do a good job on that. Probably my favorite Ghost of Christmas present, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, comes from that movie. So, yeah, general consensus. We like... Uh, solid film. Solid It's a fine film. film. A, With gr- good a music. good Christmas tradition. If you're going to have one, this is a good one. <laughs> yes. If you're looking for another adaptation of Christmas Carol that's good that is not Muppets, um, there is a version of the Christmas Carol out there where Patrick Stewart plays Ebenezer Scrooge. Still haven't seen it. Mm. And uh, you know what? He does a he does a good job with it. Yeah. I, uh, My favorite's the Alastair Sim version. It's black and white. It's oh. great. It's gloomy. It's uh, 
uh, they they give only you would use gloomy as a selling point. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. That being said, <laughs> yeah. I do want to see it now. So yeah, oh, so you made a sale. And they it's like so good. Scrooge is such a nasty hard man in that movie, um, and his redemption is just all the sweeter at the end of it. Um, honey, what's your favorite version of Christmas Carol? Mm. Not Andy. I wasn't talking to you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would probably have to say the Mickey's Christmas Carol. Because we also had that on Betamax. It is incredible that they told it that well in 30 minutes. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. The incredible um, economy of storytelling. you know, I grew up watching Disney stuff, so Scrooge McDuck obviously was a perfect mm, right. Scrooge, mm-hmm. and Mickey Mouse is obviously... <laughs> Bob Cratchit. Bob Cratchit, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's funny to me, like... Um, the Mrs. Cratchit are so opposite in those movies. You know, Minnie Mouse is, like doesn't have any lines, and she's just so quiet. Yeah, and she's then very in, meek. She's and very then subdued. in uh, a Muppet Christmas Carol, it's Piggy. So yeah, yeah. she's Piggy, and yeah, she sure is. over the top Have and a everything Merry Christmas else. And no doubt, <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, um, yeah. So now that we talked about Muppet Christmas Carol, we go into Muppet Family Christmas. Yes. You guys I, are fine with this order? I am. Okay. Yes. Is that okay? Yeah. M- All right. Muppet Christmas. I love this one. I, I adore love this it. Movie. I love I, it. I love it. I can when watch it. When did you first watch it, again. honey? It was with you. Yeah. After I got it from you, Andy, because mm-hmm. uh, uh, well, you told me, well, no, you told me where to find it on the internet. That is correct. Because this movie, th- this is actually really hard to find with. Uh, all the music intact because there's music rights issues with this movie right. with this special and because of that it could be hard to find complete that being said the complete version is easy to find now because on YouTube is, on YouTube it's it, on YouTube it's on, it's on uh, Jim like a, the Jim Henson page really yeah oh cool all 47 and a half minutes because they really yeah the original airing on TV was 47 and a half minutes yeah they released it on DVD at 42 minutes yeah with some songs so they, they cut some songs they cut some Fozzie Bear jokes yeah. with yeah. the snowman they cut some piggy getting stuck in the snow story they yeah. cut a bunch of that stuff yeah and then um, that was, was kind of just lost to the tape from TV VHS copy I had as a kid like I felt like I had something special because I had the full version and, yes. right. and, and well, especially back then like oh, in the early yeah. 2000s yeah. There was n- you're not going to download video from the even, internet in the early 2000s. Even that 2000s. DVD just like five years ago, yeah. the, the chopped up version yeah. was going for like 75 bucks because, because was, nobody had it. Yeah, it was a very, very limited printing of them. And then yeah. they just stopped making it for mm-hmm. no apparent reason. There was a market for it. but Yeah. yeah. Oh, because it's so good. I, f- I feel like with this one, you sort of have to explain a little bit of the storyline. Because, you know, we're talking about Muppet Family Christmas, uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Everybody knows a Christmas Carol. Well, there's not... The, the Muppet... The story in that one is, just seems to me to be an excuse to get everyone together to sing songs and just do Muppet jokes. You know what I mean? Yeah, but what happens in the story, Nate? Okay. Will you well, what happens take us in through? the story... Uh, Paint us a word picture, Nate Walker. <laughs> so, Fozzie Bear... Uh, <laughs> He takes a bunch of his Muppet friends and they go to his grandma's house. His mom's house. His mom's house. And his mom isn't expecting them, but they all show up. And because of that, she has to cancel her plans to go to Hawaii. California. California. Malibu. Malibu. Christmas in Malibu. That's right. That's right. That is the line. And uh, so they all show up there and Doc from Fraggle Rock is there with his dog. And Sprocket. He, it was Sprocket. And yes. he intends to rent the house while Fozzie's mom is away. For a nice, quiet Christmas. For a nice, quiet Christmas. As he puts his can glasses I you, on. Can uh-huh. I tell you my fun fan theory about yeah. this movie? Yeah. Um, the guy who plays Doc. Yeah. 
Uh, his name is Gerald Parks. R.I.P. No, no mm-hmm. relation. Yeah. No relation. No relation. Um, his character's name is Doc. Mm-hmm. Years later, he would play another character named Doc in the movie Boondock, Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints, yeah. So, and that is the, the, with the, the, with the, the old bartender with Tourette's, right, that yeah. they can goad into saying uh, whatever profanity they would like him to say. Um, yeah. So my, my t- crazy fan theory is that this experience with the Muppets and the Fraggles drove him in like drove him not insane but but like yeah. but at least was enough of a trauma to cause like Tourette's ticks. to yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, these ticks to happen and then and Tourette's to kind of set in and then he becomes the bartender in Boondock Saints <laughs> it's the same character from Muppet uh, Fantasy the Boondock Saints well you see but this thing is at the end of the Muppet Chris like like you know, at the beginning of Muppet Family Christmas, he's annoyed that all of a sudden he has to share this house with all these crazy characters. But then towards the end of the special, he's 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 okay with them and learns to enjoy being around them. There's even a line where he says, "But this is better." Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's a kind of um, a good transformation. Yeah, and then uh, so so the Muppet friends get together. They you know just kind of talk and hang out, and there's Muppet business, Muppet comedy business, and then the Sesame Street gang shows up. Yes. For and, as much as I uh, love this movie, this yeah. is a cross-promotional oh, yeah. mess. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's the Muppets, but they bring in the Sesame Street crew so they can cross-promote Sesame Street. They show a, a film strip, which is, I, I think Muppet this Muppet Babies. Yeah, Muppet, Muppet Babies, Babies, but I think it's like before Muppet Babies. No, like it, it was uh, it was during the time it was Was there. it really? Uh-huh. 87, so it, okay. was, it was at the time that the, the cartoon was on. So it's almost like CBS. a little, yeah, a little yeah. promotion for Muppet Babies, even though these are like... Muppet babies, not cartoon. Not the cartoon. Yeah, not right. the cartoon. Um, probably then, left over from the uh, Muppets Take Manhattan. Probably. Yep. From that song. Yeah. I will always love you. Ba ba shoobop boop boop shuawa. Mama dada boop boop shuawa. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. Fine. If we're gonna okay. if we're gonna quote Come these songs. Between, between myself and Katie, Katie <laughs> is the one who always has the lyrics on hand or ready to go. I could never remember them. They just uh, lyric, the music is the music man. That's what matters to me. The music band, the musical, um, seventy six trombones. I'm sorry, I'm yes. going off on a tangent. Yes, um, but uh, so and so then the Sesame Street gang shows up, yeah. and then will Miss Peggy Piggy make it in time? I don't know. There's a big snowstorm. Is she is she going to come to the family Christmas? And then she does. Right. And basically, all this is just an excuse for Muppet jokes, correct? Muppet mm-hmm. songs. All of which I love, and mm-hmm. I don't really care what the plot is, as long as it makes that stuff happen and makes it happen well. Right. I'm good to go. Normally, a movie with this much cross promotion would just make me roll my eyes and yeah. like and walk Street. away. But you're right. But like, it, there's something Sesame about Street is so, it's just on another level. You there's know so I mean? much charm to this yeah. that you yeah. don't care that you're being marketed to the entire time. No. It, no, doesn't, it, it doesn't. It doesn't even feel that way. No, it doesn't. No. You, you walk away and you look at it objectively, like, oh, I guess I kind of was, but yeah, I, I love it. I, I, yeah. oh. I, I welcome the next opportunity I have to be marketed to. Well, just by watching this movie. Big Bird in general these days, especially like with the world, you know, seemingly in a toilet. Yes. And it, like just seeing Big Bird on your TV screen, it's like, oh, Big Bird, he's wonderful. Yes. <laughs> I'm so glad he's here. And yes. also, there's the Fraggles. Yeah. Uh, they also show up. In oh there, yeah, so the more Fraggles who show up. Gee yep. whiz, I forgot yeah. about that. They share pebbles. They do. <laughs> That's a great song. That's yeah. one of the. Yeah. But there's two songs that are uniquely Muppet, and then the rest of them are actually all Christmas carols, yeah, pretty much. basically. There's, there's pass it on. Well, there's, there's pass it on, on there's, and there's... It's, it's in every one of us. It's well, to be wise. But that's not is, from that movie. It's that's from, from the John Denver, John Denver Muppet the Muppets. Okay. Uh, album. And yeah. they also sing a song from at the end from... Um, Christmas Toy. Christmas Toy. Yes. Yep. Um, but then the song with Fozzie and... Uh, 
Fozzie and the Snowman. Snowman is a is a unique song. Which one? No, that's not a unique one. Well, it's a medley <laughs> with jokes thrown in. Yes. Please. So Please. one of my favorite things, I love yeah. all, obviously, all the jokes and everything. Uh, I mentioned earlier, I love Sam Eagle. Yes. And he has two lines, I think, yeah, in this movie. Yes. And they're like two of my favorite lines in the whole movie. They're when so he, quick, too. When he first gets there and all of the Muppets are like frantically coming in through the door and they're all falling at the door because there's this joke throughout the entire film of watch out for the icy patch because there's an icy patch at the door and everybody mm. falls over. And everybody's piling in through this door, and Sam Eagle is standing there looking around, and he just says, why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> and you, that is good. And I love it. <laughs> and you never hear from him again. No, well, the well, no, one, other, one, other, the one other line that he says, um, so after, after Sesame Street shows up, they decide to preview their play version of... Um, Twas uh, the night before yes, Christmas. A visit from Saint Nick. <sighs> okay, whatever, mate. Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and obviously there's comedy around it because the two headed monster Ernie, Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. Ernie and Bert um, are playing Mama and yeah, yeah. and the main character. Yeah. And then Grover is playing the mouse and yes. Is that notice? And, I am not stirring and. Little, yes. little bits Note like that. Note how the hand never touches the, the spoon. spoon. But then <laughs> the two-headed monster comes out as Santa. Hello. And, and, and Sam Eagle puts puts his head into his wing, and he says, "Is nothing sacred?" Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Those are the only two lines that I can remember he has in the film. That's it. And they're two of my favorite lines because they're just. They're so succinct and mm. perfect for those moments right. and to that character. Yes. And I think that that's what's great about this movie is, you know, um, the movie you lent us that I can't remember the it's name. It's a very Mary Muppet, Muppet, Muppet Yeah, whatever. Yeah. It seems rambling at times yeah. and like nothing feels right. But this movie, everything is just like so pinpoint perfect Muppets. The lines yeah. are just shot mm. out. Um, and that, to me, Sam Eagle's role in this movie is just, like, the ultimate because he has two lines. And yeah. they're just perfect for him. Can I talk about my favorite joke? Yes. <laughs> it's when... It's um, your podcast. Of course yeah. you could talk about uh, right. It's um, when they turn tune in to the TV to see what I the weather's going to joke. be there. And the, the weather man just says... You know, he talks about how bad the weather's going to be. And he says, and barometers are falling sharply. And then a barometer's fall on him. Yeah, <laughs> like a, oh, no! a pile of barometers hit him in the head. It's just, just like the perfect dumb joke that just comes at the right time. It just cracks me up every dang time. I like um, the joke that Fozzie and the snowman go back and forth with. Uh, Fozzie yeah. says, I can't wait till Santa Claus shows up with his eight tiny rain bear. And the snowman goes, it's reindeer. And, and Father goes, no, it's snow, darling. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> um, and I, they're just the best like little vaudeville jokes. They are. Told yeah. with perfect timing. God, that, that and special's great. And in such great. glee. Like, yeah. there's, yes. It's just so it, 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 happy. It's imbued with this Christmas spirit. Yes. Seriously, check out Muppet Family Christmas. It's on YouTube. It's great. I think There's the, a version of it you can watch on YouTube with all the original 1987 commercials. Please, by all means, yes. Check this out. The, 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 I'm sure that you're trying to move on to the next one, but I feel no. Like, don't no, worry. we uh, could talk as long as no, we want. Well. He, could, he could cut out all the stuff he doesn't want. Yeah, there you go. I just feel like the difference between this and it's a very Muppet Christmas movie is, I feel like, and this is maybe I'm painting in broad strokes here, but the mm. '90s were a, a decade of media where we all, where it was very aware 
of itself and was very mm-hmm. self-conscious about even being. Sure. So yeah. this movie, this is 87, it tells the bad jokes and leans into them. It tells yep. the bad jokes and stares you in the face and dares you not to laugh. Yeah, yeah. right. And that yes. mo- and it's a very Muppet movie in 2003. It has some of that hangover from the 90s where yeah. it's almost apologizing for itself. Yes. It's yes. not, it, 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 it doesn't own what it is. It yes. just kind of like tells you the jokes and sheepishly looks at you and hope you like it. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, but it, right. it, I think you got it. It's I think that you hit com- the nail on the head. It's with the confidence that. and the ownership of the jokes that make Muppet Family Christmas hilarious and that mm. other movie it just doesn't, yeah. yeah. Uh, that uh, Muppet Family Christmas, I think, actually might be my favorite one you think uh, so? out of the top three that we're we're talking about. It, it, it is my favorite because it's just one I can watch over and over again. I mean, I, I do think if if we're gonna if we're gonna go to the next one, we're gonna talk about Emmett Shrug Van Christmas. I feel like that one is generally of a higher quality. It's a better film. It's a better film. I think that's the I think that's the yeah. way to put it. It's a better put together program than to me. There are family Christmases. They're two very different films, so oh, I have a sure. hard time even thinking about them in the same category. They're both Muppet films. They're both great, and I love them for two very different reasons. And part of it is, you know, Muppet Family Christmas is so like shoot from the hip, a lot of fun, a lot of fun, a yeah, lot yeah, of fun. Yeah. And it's endearing at the end. You know, there's you know, there's very with, sweet with, with moments. With just a carol sing. Yeah, it's, it's great. sweet it's so, moments. It's so um, sincere and wonderful. It's I wonderful it. to watch Doc's evolution throughout yeah. the, the whole thing. And then at the very end when Jim Henson is standing oh, there in the kitchen. Yeah. He's standing like there in the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. says to Sprocket, you know, I like it when they have fun. And then asks him to help yeah. him with the dishes. Yeah. He's wearing this ridiculous 80s sweater, though. That's oh, like yeah. weird zebra stripe button-up right, sweater. That I want right now. Right. But it's just like, it's so sweet in its ending and everything you want. And then uh, also adds in a little bit of comedy at the end with uh, with Kermit's gift to Miss Piggy. Oh, the, mink. the mink. The mink. Yeah. yeah, he says he bought her a mink and she gets all excited and then it turns out to be an actual mink, the animal, yes, a muppet. A live mink. And uh, yeah. she says, I'm Maureen the mink. I've, wa- I've d- watched everything you've done. I'm your biggest fan. Yeah. I worship the ground you walk <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. And Spiggy's like, even better. Yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. then Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, like the whole thing to me is is sweet and about Christmas. Like, right, you know yeah. what I mean? Like of, of like a real down home variety. Yeah. And and that's not to say like in a in in a way that makes it sound sort of rednecky. I, I don't no. I don't mean to put it that way at all. I mean I mean I mean to call it folksy in in the in the best of ways. It's very charming. It's very charming. In that Bless way. You. It's um <laughs> oh man. Uh, Andy is filled with the Christmas spirit. Yes. Um, get it out. Yeah. It won't come out. Um, yeah, there, there's just something about it. It's it's, it's quieter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's very quiet. It's It has great uh, music that's, that's very... Uh, that, that's, that has very folksy instrumentation. And very spiritual, like we yes. talked about yeah. earlier. It's... I even think... Um, when the River Meets the Sea is a song uh, that Paul Williams even said. He's like, I wanted to write a hymn but without the the hymn words. Yeah, without the religious aspect, but that felt like a hymn. And it absolutely does. Oh, for sure. Yeah. When the river meets the sea. 
uh, did you want to go through the story a little bit? Do you want to give us a quick rundown of what the of what the, the story is of? Sure. Um, so it's uh, it's based on the book Emmett Otter's yes, children's book. Yeah, the yeah. children's book Emmett Otter's Drug Band Christmas. Um, but it's it's sort of a, a gift of the Magi kind of s story. Right. Um, yeah. So with higher stakes, even I'd say. Yeah. So it's it's about Emmett and his mom, and they don't have very much money, and they mm-hmm. pull together what they can, and they decide at Christmas when there's going to be this uh, this talent, uh, show. talent show for the town. They both decide to take part in it to try to win the winnings and purchase a Christmas present for the other. But in order to do so, they each have to. Um, they each have to use something that is sort of necessary to their day-to-day lives. They have to mm-hmm. give it up, and it's it's the other person. Risk. They have to take yeah. a risk with it and give it up um, <coughs> in order to to get to even perform. So the mother hawks um, Emmett's tool chest that he uses for odd jobs. Uh, in order to get enough money to make herself a new dress to sing in the in the concert, and Emmett puts a hole in his mom's wash tub that she uses to wash laundry for the people of the town mm-hmm. uh, to make a wash tub base to yeah. join um, to join a band. Yeah, they both do pretty well on the talent show. They're upended by the bullies of the town. Uh, the river bottom. Not even the town. The town over. The, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, that's right. They're, yeah, they're, they're not from, even from, from the that next town, town over. Yeah. Uh, the river bottom nightmare, nightmare band. Nightmare band. And uh, they do a ripping 70s <laughs> rock song they do. in the middle of this folksy yeah. thing, uh, which I think is meant to, it feels like it's meant to be a comment on uh, the music of the time. Uh, but I, I'll leave that up to you viewers to decide what you think about that, but... I never watched this movie as a kid, so I mm-hmm. yeah. I literally watched this today for the very first time. I, I didn't watch it as a kid either. I, I only started watching it when uh, Katie introduced it to me. The whole, but I love it. Yeah, the whole yeah. time I watched this movie, though, I had a difficult time, as a grown-up, watching it going, these practical effects are gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, they are. These are all it's puppets. It's amazing. Yeah. It's all practical effects. It's often been They're, described as the uh, dry run for the Muppet movie. Yeah. Is there, they all tired them out there. To yeah. do it in the movie. There's no... I mean, what, what was CGI in 1977? Like, right. th- it was nothing. It wasn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was... That was... Those three... They were just three letters. They didn't mean anything. Yeah. Um, but this was just beautiful. And I loved that even the moments... Like, there's a one point where they're talking about um, Emmett's father. And who's, in my opinion, very much a character of, in this movie. Right. Even though, yeah. even though he is... Yes. He has passed away and he's mm-hmm. not where... That he's like... It's very emotional. I mean, I was, you know, on you the know verge a lot of, about him. Yeah, you know a lot about him. I was on the verge of tears, you know, toward and he's the kind end, of a shyster. The end of the movie, yeah. Yeah, he was a, he was a literal snake oil salesman. Yeah. He literally sold snake oil. Yeah. Um, but just the, the he built them a slide at, at one point before he before he passed away, and yeah. he and they go sliding down it, and you can in one of the scenes it's, it's yes. it was possible to fix it. You could see the strings mm-hmm. for yep. these puppets, and it. It didn't at any point take me out of go. Oh, these are just this. These are just marionettes, or oh, this is just uh, the strings. It it made it that much more charming for me. Yes. Yeah. And I, I, I and agree. you say, wow, these are marionettes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like they did great. so cool. Like the, yeah. There's a lot of scenes. Maybe like okay, it's a handful of scenes where uh, Emmett and his mom are rowing down the river. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you have hands inside pu- puppets in the middle of a lake? 
Yeah. Like I mean, obviously there's Dude, a, these are like built sets, and but this the the I think those are robots. Yeah, uh, I think they might be radio controlled robots. Yeah, oh. I think that's what you, they you did can, with those. Okay. But 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 still, that's so notice. impressive. <laughs> no. and, yeah. and in the, 1977, yeah, the movements yeah. the movements were so fluid and mm-hmm. so personable and so and so expressive that I just assumed, yeah. oh, that's got to be a hand reaching through a tub of water into the boat and that's moving. But the behind the scenes are incredible. Yeah, yeah. if you didn't watch that yet, Andy, watch it on the DVD because yeah. you will be amazed. Yeah. Yes, all of these movies. If they're not, they should be available at your public library. Support your public libraries. Yes. Rent, yes. rent yes. these rent these movies for free from your public libraries. Yes. Uh, support them, and uh, and you can watch all these special Keep features. Things like just so you can give them money. Yes, yeah. I, <laughs> I I request things from other libraries just so I can pay the pay the dollar or so to make yeah. that happen. Right. I yeah. Uh, yeah. So support your local libraries and watch all this stuff, and and you will be uh, better for it. Yeah. But no, I I I really did adore this movie when I watched it today, and I just. Uh, I was disappointed that I had gone 30 years without seeing it. Yeah. Uh, and really and I, I will, it will be an addition to the, my Christmas canon that I watch with my family going yeah. forward. Um, I do love, I don't know how much we talk, talked on it on this one, but the music in it is excellent. Yes. You know, we talk about When the River Meets the Sea, which is the hymn like one. But even things like um, Our World. Our, Our World. Our so World is good. a great song. Um, it's a song the mom uh, the mom sings at uh, yeah. at the talent show. Yeah, and then they I'll, sing I'll, I'll try yeah. to include clips where I can, just little snippets of these songs, so you guys can kind of hear a little bit of it, and then hopefully just go get the DVD because this is excellent. Um, Even the barbecue sauce, the barbecue song yes. is charming. Song. It's very charming. Barbecue, right? 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 Well, you may be important with the wolf at your door. But money isn't everything. You still got the song in a river. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, those are the words. Yeah, those are the words. <laughs> that, that, that's no, verbatim. No, no, no. You don't need to listen to it. Yep. And we're getting under your nails. And then... And uh, so that song's great. Uh, the brother song is great. Well, the songs tell um, so much about the characters. They do. They do. Um, you know the which is which is such which can be really tricky in musicals is making it is is telling something about the character without just without just telling everything. You know, like yeah. like literally telling everything. And it's not just the words of the song, but even the melodies and everything. Mm-hmm. They feel like the characters. Yeah. Um. I don't know if you listen to the song, like actually listen to the words of the Riverbottom Nightmare Band song. Yeah, we, but they we sing take about what we want. Yeah, yeah, they sing they don't brush their teeth because their toothaches make them more mean or something. Yeah. You know, well, like and, and, and that song is not subtle at all, which no. fits them perfectly. Yes, <laughs> yeah, they should not be subtle. They're just big dumb bullies. Yeah, um, we quoted um, Riverbottom Nightmare what's, Band. What's the main guy's name? Chuck. We Chuck, quoted him yeah. all the time when yeah, we were I'm kids. I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm yeah. not hungry. I'm hungry. Yeah. We quoted that all the time when we were kids because we thought yeah. it was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I just... I We still say it to each other. Yeah, yeah I mean, I didn't true. grow up with it. And it entered into my lexicon at age, like, 22. So uh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's a good one. I really enjoy Emma Daughter's Chug Band Christmas. Yeah, it, I think it it's up. it's quotable for different reasons than A Muppet Family Christmas is yes. quotable. One of the quotes I love in Emma Otter's Jug Band Christmas is when Wendell, um, the porcupine oh, friend... Gotta put a hole in the washtub. 
he um he sa- yeah cents. that's what he says yeah. he gets he tells Emmett that uh somebody's gonna offer them 50 cents to fix a fence and he says he'll split it with him and then he starts thinking he says what's half of 50 cents half, half of 50 cents half of <laughs> he's trying to figure <laughs> it out and i don't know yeah. why i just it's just so it's so sweet it is it is it's yeah. very sweet the um I, I think the small town nature of it is very well observed sort of showing a town that's kind of behind the times because yeah. the times are represented in the river bottom nightmare band yeah. right. so you got you get to see that contrast and that's kind of the same way if i mean uh andy and i went to school in rural houghton new york and you can't prove that was that (laughs) but uh but uh i mean you could even tell going down there that there are just some things that are stuck in time whether it's women's haircuts or or uh you know or just architecture or or, you know things people wear it's but the, even, I, I think they even really the, nail that. Yeah, the music is so different. Like mm-hmm. when when it starts out, Emmett and his mom are rowing mm-hmm. on the river, and they're singing that song um, about mm-hmm. their rather large aunt. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. if I yeah. can remember the words right now, but they sing about how you know Something when her bathing suit when yeah. her bathing suit was hanging bathing on the suit line. the bathing suit she wore. She was known for her generous silhouette And yet She was known even more for The bathing suit she wore yeah, when yeah. it was hanging on the line, people mistook it for a circus tent and yeah, things yeah, like that, yeah. and which just feel very fo- it feels very folksy to me. And yeah, there's there's a couple of my my family's from West Virginia, and uh, so you hear kind of a little bit about this sort of stuff. Like like one of my favorite songs of my great uncle was, "If I'm not number one in your heart, and number two on you." <laughs> so nice, you know, like like Ridiculous. dumb little. Uh, country folk songs like that. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite one of my favorite things about um, the the Dickens book, It's a Christmas Carol, is we're going uh, back to Christmas Carol now. You know, well, tr- tr- I, have, I have a point. Oh, okay. I, I'm getting there. <laughs> is that is that Christmas Please. Carol? Christmas Carol talks the the book is not even really about Christmas necessarily, but it's a it's a socioeconomic book. It talks yes. of, right. it talks about income inequality and it talks about um, greed and corruption and Mm self-interest and that's ultimately what you know ends up consuming Scrooge and and what he needs to be rid of and free Mm -hmm. free of Mm -hmm. Um, but it's a it's a book about poverty about Mm -hmm. class about inequality Mm -hmm. and uh, and I was you know and granted I didn't watch Emmett Otter as a as a child but I watched it you know today Mm-hmm. Literally, and uh, and I was struck by the fact that it, there it was uh, it was a, a lot of uh, it was about uh, a little bit about class and a little bit about um, mm-hmm. about yes. um, socioeconomic stuff that mm-hmm. that there's a, a difficulty for for them to buy what they need. They, like uh, sure. at, at one point, um, Emmett's talking about Christmas, and his mom says, "Why do you talk about Christmas so much? It, it doesn't do any good. We we can't afford regular regular, regular days. days yeah. So why are we talking about Christmas?" And it's and I feel yeah. like. So it, it's so easy, so much easier to write books and movies and, and and anything about wealth or or where wealth isn't an issue, yeah. but but to have that be such a central theme here, 
uh, was what I felt like Muppet Christmas Carol didn't do it, and mostly because you really it's really tough to do, and you really can't do it in every telling of Christmas Carol. But yeah. the fact that this is a, a, a Muppet or Jim Henson production that uh, that focused a lot on on uh, not necessarily wealthy people, but on on people who are are doing their best to get by, mm-hmm. I really right. appreciated that. That mm-hmm. was a good representation. In me, there's also that point too where they mention, uh, you know, you can. Uh, Sure, you can sell those. You can sell those clothes to buy more pumpkins, to make more pies, to buy more clothes, to buy more wash. You yeah. know, like it just feel like it's just yeah. a cycle. It's like it's a treadmill. Yeah, we can just keep doing this, but we'll never get ahead. Right? Like, it's yeah. never, it's never going to get any better, really, until the end when it kind of does. Right, and it's it's resolved not by and not. Do I still do spoilers? That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so this thing's forty years old. Right. It's forty years old. Okay. So it's, if, if you, you haven't see, watched yeah. it by now, it's your own. It's fault. your own fault. Yeah. yeah. So if you got this far, but yeah, it's not solved by them necessarily winning the talent contest, but it's solved right. by them ge- being offered quality, gainful employment. Yeah. Um, right. That that will lift them out of this poverty for the foreseeable going forward and not yeah. individually but when they work together so right, the yeah. mom discovers on their way home that both of the songs that the <clears throat> jug band sang and the song that she sang would fit well together and they end up singing it and the owner of uh, a local establishment hears yeah. them and, and says that he wants to hire them to come sing at his well, what do they call it frogtown hollow like yeah. That? yeah yeah and it's i think name. It, it goes back to the original thought of the, the, the muppets are the, one of the, I feel like the, the one of the main theses of the Muppets in general, or that maybe Jim Henson had in general, was that uh, people are are better in community. People are better together. Yeah. People mm-hmm. are better when they're collaborating and and, and putting putting all their resources toward toward a common goal. Um, and and mm-hmm. so you can see that thread going through just about everything the Muppets do. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the the Jason Siegel movie from two thousand nine that that's yeah. about bringing this community of of Muppets back together again to do good things mm-hmm. and. And uh, I, I like that that is kind of the DNA of all the of all the Muppet and Jim Henson uh, mm-hmm. production work that's done. Yeah. yeah, they. Another thesis I see too is with the Muppets is you are special. No, really, yeah. you are special and you're important. And uh, I, I think the Muppet movie really gets into that towards the end of the movie. Life's life is like a movie. Write your own ending, kind of a thing. Um, but yeah, you said you had a little thing to say about the. About the Muppets, sort yeah, of to, to, I, to, to tie everything up. Yeah, no, I, I appreciated the Muppets a lot as a child because I had thought they were really funny, and yeah. that, that's—I mean, that's sure. all—that's all my you know, barometers are sharp, falling sharply. It, yes, exactly. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. Yes, it is, and that's—and yeah. and that is the full extent of appreciation my pre-adolescent brain could really absorb. It's yeah. this is funny. The yeah. jokes—I didn't even know—I didn't even think the jokes were bad. I thought the jokes were just funny. Like, yeah. Because I, I believed Fozzie when he when he stared into the lens and told you this joke. And I'm like, that's ah. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. He sold me at Waka Waka every time. Yeah. Um, but when the Muppet movie came, when, J, uh, not the Muppet movie, when the Muppets, that Jason Siegel's 2009 movie came out, uh, I was excited for it. And I took uh, any friends that would go with me. It was like, I think I took like seven friends with me. And we all went to the theater to go see Muppets. And I wept. Like a small child, <laughs> multiple times through that movie, I, I did it through "Life's a Happy Song," but I really lost it. I lost my composure entirely um, during the song uh, "Pictures in My Head" when Kermit's mm-hmm. going through this little hall of, of pictures yeah. of the Muppets that he's not together with anymore, uh, and I just, I just cried. Like yeah. I don't know yeah. what it was. I don't know what it was going, what I was going through in my life at that point. But I, yeah. but I just the idea of the Muppets being apart and not being together and and being kind of isolated from each other just made me so sad. Yeah. yeah. And so the the whole rest of the movie was just this uplifting moment for me uh, after that. But but no, there it's just yeah I I 
appreciate that that community of of energy and that community of performers and I I will watch Muppet movies forever until they stop yeah. making them and yeah. uh, and I'm and I'm grateful that I'm grateful to Jason Siegel for bringing them back to a level of relevance yeah. culturally because Muppets the, Most Wanted really underrated yeah I like that movie a it's lot hilarious yes it's yeah. a good movie <laughs> yeah. I, and they not as good as the first one with yes. Jason Siegel but still I, I really don't think funny I like it better just because really. the jokes are more just the jokes just. They get right. Me. They get it, me. It's, it's, it's a <laughs> little less sentimental and it's a little bit more joke yeah. dense. And, yeah. and I, I love yeah. joke density, but yeah. at the same time, that movie will always have a special place in my heart. Yeah. Not that it's old enough to warrant memory machine. Sure. Right. Well, yeah, you know. But I. Uh, but no, that that kids these days, yeah, that, that kind of thing. Born in the born in the nineties and early two thousands. I don't right. want to talk uh, about that. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah so, what's our nephew? Your nephew was born in 04 He's a teenager now. I don't. I don't Son know. of a gun. That is some nonsense. I know yeah. it's wrong. Wrong, so, I tell you. One thing, Andy, that you probably don't know watching Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Yes. Um, initially, uh, it was recorded with, uh, well, um, why is his name falling out of my head? Who plays the mom? Frank Oz. Frank Oz played the mother. He, he was the puppeteer as the mom okay. in Emmett Otter. So when you watch, they have bloopers on the DVD and whatnot. It sounds it's like It's so bizarre because yeah. it's. Frank Oz playing the mom's voice, so it, it it sounds just like Miss Piggy. That's it's a whole different experience. Yes, yeah. yeah. Wow. So when you watch it, it's a really weird, yeah, weird thing to experience. And then all of the the voice it was voiced over by somebody else. Yeah, so they felt like it fit better, which I actually agree. I love yeah, Frank I Oz, but it just makes more sense. Oh, for sure, for that film. But. Uh, we need to talk about this forever. We could. Right. I mean, I'll we could. But, 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 I, but I like uh, Andy's closing moments on that. Uh, yeah. So, uh, with that having been said, I think we covered the ground well. Do you think there'll be a podcast where we cover the Muppets in general? And they're, at least their feature films? Th- I don't films? see why not. I think there Andrew. will be. And I have a I feeling. I don't see why not. I, feel, I have Andy, a feeling John that. Parks. That Drew right, Burke will John? be involved with yes. that one. Yes, yeah. Andy. Andy and Drew would be a good one-two oh combo Andy for and that. Drew, I, I don't even need to be there. I'll just be there. <laughs> and be like, so this is the memory machine, and these two are going to take care of you. Yeah, you'll just moderate. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You'll moderate like a presidential <laughs> yeah. debate. Right. Andy, Drew, Andy. All right. Counterpoint. <laughs> Point. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, well, thanks for uh, joining us on this episode it's of been the Memory a, Machine. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Hi, no worries. I was glad to have you. Hopefully we can do this again in the near future. We'll talk about uh, 90s Warner Brothers cartoons maybe. Oh, man. Eh? Oh, man. Animaniacs. Don't get me Freak started Zoid. now. Oh, boy. Um, so, so, speaking of the Animaniacs, the other day <laughs> our son said to us when he saw something oh, with the yes. Animaniacs on our, our, our son. Not, are not even, <laughs> our not even three-year-old Our son. not even three-year-old saw something with the Animaniacs on it and says to me and Nate, Yeah. Hey, I used to watch that when I was a kid. It's uh, <laughs> like get out of my face. You're right, not even yes. three. Yeah, <laughs> it, was it just means he's naturally nostalgic, just like his old he man. Is. He's he old is. Soul. Yeah, just like his old man. Um, it's exciting. <laughs> More that Christmas is trying to get out of Andy. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Christmas uh, is just too much for one person to hold. Yes. Um. Anyway, uh, my name has been Nate Lockhart and continues to be. Uh, you can follow me at Nate underscore Lockhart L-O-C-K-H-A-R-T on Twitter you can hear me uh, talk about old video games and movies and uh, kind of get vaguely upset at the state of the world um, uh, Katie where, where can we find you I think it's at 
underscore no it's at lock underscore kate underscore heart h-a-r-t it's my first name in the middle of our last name nice uh, uh, katie you could uh, she'll talk about uh mostly about uh her work that she does which is a good thing maybe you ought to plug that (laughs) yeah western new york law center i work for the western new york law center we're bless you indy a not-for-profit law office that does foreclosure prevention and also helps people with debt defense. So if you or someone you know in Western New York is facing foreclosure or being sued for credit card debt or anything of that nature, we have free legal services available for you, and you should look us up. Good. Andy? My name is Andy Parks. I work for a local yet large corporation who does not need me to promote them. Okay. Um, <laughs> my, my Twitter handle is like a sailboat. Yeah. You can find me there, just and like I it sounds. It, just like it sounds, like yeah. a sailboat, and I will uh, tweet about the state of the world and the things that make me happy, and uh, just mostly back and forth with with uh, Nate Lockhart. Yeah, we t- we do talk a lot on Twitter. We do. Um, you can see that. Also, I did not plug this when it was more relevant, but I was on an episode of the Devil's Due podcast back in October, talking about old horror movies. So, if you think Christmas is a humbug and wish it was still October. Please go back in the archives a little bit. Uh, I am in there. Um, and you should just listen to it anyway, because it's a good show. Those guys uh, know what they're doing, talking about uh, things I don't know anything about. Daredevil. He's a, he's a superhero from what I gather. Uh, but uh, So I've heard. So, so I've heard. Um, Played infamously by one Benjamin Affleck. Affleck. Yes, yes, he did. He did do that, did, did he not? That was a thing that happened. Yeah, it sure was. <laughs> the world forgot. Not Andy. Uh, no, I'll, <laughs> never, anyway. I'll never forgive him for that. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, uh, I was on that, uh, because they had a one-off episode about horror movies, and I was on that, uh, and it was fun. Um, you know, check out the Geekiverse. Uh, they have lots of fun articles coming up every day. Uh, they're doing some, you know, year of wrap-ups you know for 2017 talking about what their favorites were this year all that kind of stuff i don't know i didn't watch enough of it so or or listen to enough of it or whatever uh so i didn't really put my two cents in because uh you know between watching uh a new movie and tollable david from 1921 i watched tollable david (laughs) um but uh for better or for worse actually tollable david's a great movie you should watch it with that having been said oh yes the Patreon. There's a Patreon.com yeah. slash Geekiverse. The Geekiverse. Or slash Geekiverse. I don't remember. But anyway, uh, give us a few bucks if you can. Uh, there's some rewards there. Don't remember what they are, but they're there. And uh, you can help us keep the lights on, pay for web hosting fees, all that nonsense. And uh, yeah, that would be really nice if you could do that. Um, thanks for joining us. We love you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Uh, Happy holidays. Today's first day of Hanukkah. Uh, And, uh, you know, all that stuff. Enjoy. Get some eggnog. I love you. Spend time with your family. Spend time with your family. Bye. Some things change with passing years. Let this feeling stand.